Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lakute Moran. We are picking it up right where we left off, deep in Torah 12, inside Os Dalid number 4. Picking it up at the start of a paragraph, Nimsa. Therefore, it comes out, we find, Kishat Sadik Maskil Chachmasai. When the tzaddik, the righteous individual, takes and gives over his wisdom, and he's able to figure out from which combinations of letters, specifically from the, the Torah Shebel Peh, the oral tradition, these words, meaning that which the learner meaning that which the learner is saying against the tzaddik, originally comes from. What is the source of these ideas? And the tzaddik is able to figure this out. That tzaddik loy made, and then the tzaddik will learn these original sources from the thread of the negative speech against him. He'll learn them. And what he'll do, the tzaddik, He'll learn these original sources and flip the current understanding to be one that is in line with what the truth is and the ideal truth that really comes from before they were perverted by the person who's saying them and speaking against the righteous individual. Because he, the tzaddik, the righteous person, has this level of wisdom. He's able to do that. And then, through this wisdom, Wisdom, Hashchinahi, the divine presence, the feminine aspect of the Almighty, Mibachinas, which corresponds to the Pasuk in Shira Shirim, the verse that says, Shoshanas Ha'amakim, the, the rose of the valleys, or the valley roses, Mibachinas Nashikin, which is connected to Nashikin, connected to these kisses that we learned about earlier. Two things come together. You can see so clearly the metaphor of love here, and we keep bringing in Psukim from Shira Shirim, which is an ultimate love song between Hashem and the Jewish people. Which is, again, this next step of this beautiful line that, that Rebbe Nachman is painting for us is the idea of his lips were like roses. Bechinas, which is again connected to the idea, is dabkus rucha barucha, the absolute connection from one soul to the other, two souls coming together. We learned about this before with the idea of nishikin, of a kiss, and there's a breath that's shared. Breath is a ruach, ruach is also spirit or soul. Vaaz, and then, mis oirer zivuga de gufa begufa. And after this shared kiss, this shared soul connection, so then there's that next level, which is continuing in the metaphor, where there's a body connecting to another. As we've said in previous podcasts, this is a metaphor for an absolute bond between a learner and a tzaddik. There is so much Kabbalah, so much mysticism going on here. We should not just draw conclusions from here. If we think we have conclusions, it could, they could be true, but make sure you speak with your local Orthodox Kabbalist uh, before you're drawing conclusions. These ideas are very, very deep, and we are going relatively quickly. So I want to issue this a little bit almost as a warning, but also as a challenge. Every sentence here has so much depth. Please go learn. 
Our pace is quick. There is a slow way to learn this safer. Also, I recommend doing both. Shashchina ben Train Sadikaya Yasva, that the divine presence rests between two righteous individuals. Ben Sadik Elyon, between an upper tzadik, a higher tzadik, Shuatana, which is the original teacher of this Torah, Shechidesh Zoisa Torah Vachshav Mashpiaba who is the originator of new ideas in the Torah, and now is the one, for our purposes here, who is sharing, being the teacher, being the influencer, and the other side, one is the tzaddik elyon, the upper tzaddik, and the other, naturally, is the tzaddik below, the lower level tzaddik. The idea of the lower tzaddik, the lower righteous person, is one who's studying the teachings of the upper tzaddik and elevates the divine presence, bringing these mayan nukvin, as we spoke about earlier in the Sefer, these feminine waters that flow from below in order to connect. And this is the whole meaning of the words in the in the verse, that his lips are like roses. What does that mean? Because it's through this whole concept of kisses, right? A rosy lip, picture a red lip. Shirashirim is describing these lips, that they're dripping with myrrh. M-Y-R-R-H, for the record, myrrh, and, and it's flowing, this myrrh, this drip from side to side, one side over to the other side. This means that there's a beautiful scent coming towards the Shechina on both sides of it, meaning the upper tzaddik is pushing down these ideas of Torah that they're teaching, and there's a beautiful scent coming from the teacher, as well as the learner, when the learner has the hashpa, the influence from the righteous individual, so then there's another beautiful smell coming from the lower tzaddik because of their learning. V'zeu, and this is, hadudaim nasnu reach, we see in the verse in Shira Shirim, meaning that these baskets of both good and bad figs all come together, but emit a pleasant fragrance since all will be seeking the Almighty. This verse about fragrance and the figs that are emitting a beautiful smell is the metaphor exactly for one person learning Torah, putting out a beautiful smell, and another who's also learning, whether you're the teacher or the learner, the teacher or the student, either way, there's a spiritual scent that gets put out into the world. So as long as our intentions are proper, if we're learning for the wrong reasons, this smell that emits is one that is disgusting. But if we're learning for the right reasons, or at least we're striving to, so then that smell will be gorgeous. Shishnei dodim, that these two beloved, play on the words of hadudaim, these baskets of fruit, but it, the word of dod or beloved is also in there. It's not just baskets of fruit, but that there are two people, two entities that are beloved to one another, namely the two righteous individuals that we've been talking about, the righteous that's on high and the righteous that's lower, the teacher and the student, nasnu reach. they both give off a beautiful scent. In brief review, when the 
Torah Shebal Peh, which is originated from the upper tzaddik, is learned, the Gemara, the Talmud, any teaching that's passed down, part of our Masorah is learned from a student who's learning for the right reasons, there's a beautiful smell that's put out into the world, spiritually speaking. However, when there's a person who lacks this covet HaTorah, who does not have the proper respect for the learning and isn't learning for the right reasons, as we learned about earlier, maybe they want to be called a rabbi or they want people to give them extra honor, not learning for the right reasons. So then we have an issue and the Shekhinah gets pushed into exile, the divine presence on a certain level says, wow, it stinks in here. Right? Because spiritually, the person who's learning for the wrong reasons is creating a terrible smell that they're pushing out into the world. And then the Shechina Kavayachal, the feminine aspects of God, says, It smells in here. I gotta go. I don't want to be in a place that spiritually stinks. Torah has a tremendous power. Our heritage has the ability to uplift the entire world, and bring godliness down into into our realms. It also has the ability to repel goodness, creating a space where nothing holy would want to dwell. This is ultimately what we should have in mind as we're journeying throughout our lives. Am I creating a beautiful scent and making space for the divine presence and all that is good and holy in, to come into my world, to come into this world? Or am I, God forbid, filling the world with a stench that would make everyone, including the Almighty, want to leave my space? With that in mind, I give us all a bracha that we should have the strength to make awesome choices and fill the world with a reach tov, with a beautiful scent. Wishing everyone a beautiful day.